Welcome to the Student Transformation Show, where you will hear inspiring stories and learn strategies for overcoming disadvantage, developing a healthy mindset, studying better, and successfully navigating higher education. I'm Dr. Andre Pyatt, and I'm here to prove that any student, including you, can be great. My college counselor told me I didn't have what it takes to succeed in college, but I worked hard and eventually developed a revolutionary study system that enabled me to dominate college and graduate in the top 5% of my Stanford Med School class. Now I'm on a mission to empower 1 million students. Are you ready to transform into the successful student you've always dreamed of? Then let's get to it. But stop making excuses. Stop whining. Stop. Right? Get at it. No excuses. Just dominate. This is episode one. And when we talk about student transformation, I was thinking about how I wanted to start out this show I thought the best way to start out this show was to teach you guys about my transformation and what I've gone through to become the Stanford med graduate that I am, med school graduate that I am, to become the anesthesiologist that I am, to become the guy who travels around the world and teaches students how to be more efficient and how to be better students, right? How did I get to this point? Because so often, I think for many of you guys as students, you see the final product, right? You see the person when they've already made it and, and what they are, and we don't recognize what it took to really get there. We don't see all the building blocks that built this success, if you will. So I want to pull back the curtain on my own transformation and let you guys know that when I started out, when I started college, I went to UC Irvine, zot, zot, zot for my anteaters. But when I went to UC Irvine, this is at, at a time where UC Irvine was a major science center, guys, and it still has continues to evolve and, and get more and more clout, and it's now ranked in all these polls. But but for me, going to a university like UC Irvine was very intimidating because I was a first-generation college student, right? You, obviously, I'm a black male. And so for me, I didn't have anyone in my family who had gone through college before, who could tell me what to expect, who could tell me what to do to be successful. And actually, my dad's last words to me before I left to go off to college were, hey, uh, work hard. It'll be okay. Um, and don't flunk out and get sent home. And <laughs> great advice, right? So he tells me this. And so I'm nervous already. Like, I think it maybe subconsciously kind of put in my mind, like, oh, you can get sent home. You can flunk out. That's a possibility for you. And, and it really made that the forefront of my mind. And so I went into my freshman year telling myself, just don't flunk out. Just don't get kicked out. Just don't fail. And it's an important lesson in the power of our outlook, of our goals, of our expectations of ourselves, and ultimately of our mindset and what we think is possible for ourselves. I think people tell you believe to achieve. I think that's half the equation, but it's still a very true and essential part of the equation. If you do not believe you're capable of something, you will never achieve that level. You will never do that thing. And for me entering college, the way I perceived it was that I was lucky to be there, that I didn't fit in, that everyone was smarter than me, that everyone had more resources than me, that I wasn't capable of excelling. And so I set my mind to say, hmm, I just want to pass my classes. I just, my goal, it's a winning day if I don't flunk out and get sent home and embarrass my family. If I can just pass and get through, that'll be great. And right, the power of the mind and our perspective of ourselves came right to fruition because what happened, guys? In all my classes, I was getting C's and a couple B's. Why? Because my objective was not to fail. And so I did exactly what was required not to fail. So our mind, our, our view of ourselves and of our capabilities 
it sets the barometer for what we will be able to achieve because it sets in place the actions of our lives, right? Uh, I forget uh, who says this quote, but it's one of my one of my you know favorite quotes: "Is sow a thought, reap an action; sow that action, reap a habit; sow a, a habit, reap a life." Something along those lines. I'm butchering the quote, but the point is, is that my thought process was just don't fail, just get through. And so, what happened? I put through enough act. I just put the action through just enough to get by, just enough not to fail. And that was what the outcome was for me. That was the life I created was a mediocre student. And it all came to a head when at the end of my freshman year, my college counselor, who I was excited actually to meet with, they sent me an email and they said, listen, your college counselor is going to meet with you and help you reach your goals. And I was very excited about this because like I said, I didn't have the guidance. I didn't have the advice. I felt like I was lacking that ally to help me on my journey. And so I thought this person, this woman was going to be my ally. And when I went to meet with her, we sat down and we're in her office and she had all these piles of people's files because she was meeting with all the freshmen. And she pulls out my file and she's like, give me a second to review it. And she reviewed it for a couple minutes. And she asked me about what my career aspirations were and what was going on. And I told her I wanted to be a doctor and I wanted to treat patients. And she told me, well, you know, unfortunately, um, you're not going to be able to go to medical school. Um, and I don't even know if you're going to survive in this college. I don't see your track record says that you are a below average student. And as you move through the ranks here in our science program, it's going to get more and more difficult. And she encouraged me to actually switch to the humanities to give myself a chance of at least finishing with a degree. And what's amazing is, I don't know if you guys ever have these experiences, but one person can tell you something, but then when another person tells you something, it hits you differently. And in that moment, I was outraged. I was like, wait a minute. You can't say that about me. You can't tell me that I, I'm not a great student. You can't tell me that I don't know how to study. You can't tell me that I don't have what it takes to graduate college. Only I can say that about myself, right? That's that's the way I was thinking about it. And in that moment, the absurdity of what I thought about myself came to fruition. It's like I couldn't see what I was doing to myself. I couldn't see how bad it was to tell myself that I didn't belong, how bad it was to tell myself that I wasn't capable, to how bad it was to tell myself that I was a mediocre student until someone else said those words to me. The words that I said to myself every single morning, every single day, every single time I enter anything, I said, oh man, I don't, I don't deserve this. And then when someone else told it to me, it really brought it like, oh snap, that's not right. That, you can't talk to me like that. <laughs> As my kid told my wife, you can't talk to me like that. It was incorrect for that to be happening. And it made me, as I walked home from this office, I lived on campus, I had to walk back to my triple occupancy dorm. And I walked back to that dorm and I started thinking about how literally my thoughts had translated into my actions and had created the life that I was living. And so I went home and this is before like really the internet. So <laughs> there was internet, but it wasn't what it was now. You just Google everything. So I just Googled, and the first thing that started coming up, I was talking about, like, I, and I, I don't care remember the exact word I, I Googled, but it was something about um, self-belief or self-confidence. And what came up was Tony Robbins. And finding Tony Robbins that day was amazing for me um, because it really, really clarified the feelings I was having, and it told me and taught me to take one path, and it was the productive path. And for many of you guys, you've heard of the book uh, Mindset by Carol Dweck, and she's now made that famous, right? Our mindset and how we perceive ourselves and the growth mindset. But for me, 
The original person that exposed me to that was Tony Robbins. And, and, and understanding that we all have greatness inside of us, that we all can dominate, as I say, but that it's going to require that we work and that we grow. And so for me, that really clarified things. And I realized that if we want to grow, if we want to be better, if we want to be great, we have to be able to say to ourselves and really, really mean it that we can be great. You have to say it and mean it like, oh, I can be great. And for so many of you guys, you make the mistake of saying, I am great. And you know it's a bold-faced lie, and so it can't ring true, and so it doesn't move you to be that greatness because you aren't capable of that greatness today. Instead, you must say, I can be great. And that's what I told myself. I said, man, I've had a lot of stumbles. I've had a lot of struggling, but I can be better than this. I can be great. I can be the student who I want to be. I can get into medical school. And so by saying that, I then align the fact that I could be great And I realized that greatness doesn't happen instantly. Greatness comes from work, comes from investing in yourself. And so when Carol Dweck talks about this growth mindset, and like I said, Tony Robbins told to me differently, but for you guys, you hear this growth mindset and you're not really sure what that's about. Understand that you have the power, you have the potential to grow. You have the power to grow. You're not set in stone, right? You're under no obligation to be the same person you were, when I started this a couple minutes ago, as you were last year, as you were yesterday, as you were when you failed your last test, you can be a new and entirely different student. And that's the growth mindset to believe that we can grow to that. What I think gets missed in this is that in order to grow, like all things, there's key ingredients that are required for growth. And what I realized was the key to growing and me becoming a better student, and it's the same for you guys, is that we most first must start with belief, and right, and, and those are the seeds of our plant. We're gonna have, have we're gonna grow a plant of our greatness, and the seeds are the belief, because without the belief, nothing can grow. Without seeds, nothing will grow. So we must first plant the seeds of our belief, and say, "I can be great. I can do these things." And the way we create that belief is that we start to lay a foundation for the other ingredients that are required to create growth, which is knowledge and is hard work. That's it. Belief, knowledge, and hard work. With those three things, you can get there. And what, in our plant analogy, the seeds are our belief, and the water of our plant, watering our plant, is the work you put in. And I say that work is water because work is great, and like water is great, and water can help your plant grow, but for you guys who have plants, you know too much water, right? Not the appropriate amount of water, will cause the plant to drown, right? And stunt its growth. And it's the same thing for you guys, right? When you work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard, but you feel like you're drowning because you're not getting the results you want, you don't feel good about it, and your journey is a wreck. So we don't want all this work. What we want to do is we want to work smart. In addition to uh, that work smart, to allow us to work smart, we need knowledge. And knowledge is sunlight, baby, because sunlight is always amazing, (laughs) right? We want to have the proper knowledge that allows us to work smart and to help ourselves grow. We got to feed our brain and have that brain grow. And for you guys, again, I'm from an older time. And in my transformation, there was no Malcolm Gladwell who talked about 10,000 hours to get to wherever. There wasn't that. But if you look at the origins of Malcolm Gladwell's work, it comes from a book that actually my father gave me that I didn't appreciate the value of until all this happened, but it was a book by Dennis Waitley, and it was called The Winner's Edge. 
And I'll summarize it for you here. You should read the whole book. It's it's phenomenal. But in a nutshell, the winner's edge, he went around, he interviewed all these amazingly successful people, including athletes, all these different people. And what he realized was that winners in life, people who are successful, the people who you look up to, they're just a fraction, a hair better than the next person. But being just a fraction or a hair better than someone results in a tremendously different trajectory for your life. And the example was he looked at these Olympic runners. And the person who won gold versus the person who won silver, the person who ran gold, they did just slightly more reps, a little bit more every day, a little bit more every day. And in the end, they won by a tenth of a tenth of a tenth of a tenth of a second. But that person with the gold medal got the Wheaties box and all these endorsements, and their life was set. The person who got the silver medal of that year was working in a grocery store. And so that little subtle difference, just a moment, a few seconds, a tenth of a second, changed an entire trajectory of a life. And so what he pointed out, which was very powerful to me, and I'm gonna share with you guys, is that the winner's edge, success, life, you wanna be a winner? It's not in aptitude, it's not in a high birth, it's not in intellect, IQ, whatever you wanna call it, it's in attitude. And if you guys are willing to work and grow and improve and say that, you know what, to be successful, to be great, to be a a stellar student, I'm going to have to work for it. And you're willing to put that work in, you will be successful. And for me, the way this happened was that I said, okay, listen, what can I do today? First thing, I got to get informed. I clearly don't know how to study because I felt like I was working as hard as I could. I was staying up late. I was, I felt like I was working all day, but when I... (laughs) <laughs> so I was like, I got to do something different. So I started learning about studying and I literally, I was dedicating time every single day to studying, studying. And I started out with just doing an hour. So an hour, every single day I was studying, studying, studying success, neurocognition, something along those lines. And then what happened was, is that as I was studying, studying, I was getting huge results from everything I learned. I was getting big results. And the reason is because how many of you guys have really studied studying in a dedicated way, not just like one video or how many of you guys have really sat down and studied studying for an extended period of time? The answer for most people is no, they don't. And so when I started actually studying studying, I quickly moved up the ladder in terms of student uh, proficiency at my university. And so I started doing better. And so it was addictive to me to learn to study more. So instead of doing an hour, I did two hours. And then I wish I did four hours. And I did six hours a day. And I could do that because everything I learned made me more efficient. So I was actually studying less. And in college, uh, I was actually only studying 10 hours a week and getting Stanford level grades, right? And that's because I had realized how to study smart. So I fed my brain with that knowledge. I invested that time. And as you guys think, wait a minute, an hour a day, that's not a lot of time. Well, Malcolm Gladwell talks about 10,000 hours to become an expert. If I studied at minimum, and I studied more than this, an hour a day, after a month, that's 30 hours. How many is that after a year? It's 365 hours, right? After 15 years, that's thousands of hours, guys, of me studying, studying. So I am an absolute studying expert. But that's what it took for me to excel. And I graduated from college. I did it successfully. And I got into Stanford Medical School. And the cool thing about that is when I got into Stanford Medical School, I got to go back to that counselor who was still working at UC Irvine, zot, 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 for my anteaters again. Um, and I got to go to her and say, hey, how you doing? I don't know if you remember me. And she's like, oh, I'm like, yeah, Andre. She's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. How are you doing? I said, actually, I just got into Stanford Medical School. She's like, oh, my gosh, I always knew you could do it, which, of course, she didn't. 
Um, and I said, actually, you know what? You told me that I would never get into medical school. You told me that I actually was at risk of graduating, not graduating college because I didn't have what it takes to survive in college. And she had this like look on her face. I was like, no, 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 don't worry. I'm here to say thank you and give you a copy of my acceptance letter because you're the reason I'm here right now because you were the wake up call I needed to recognize that I was underperforming, that I was not a stellar student, that I was below average, but that I could be more. And I became that more, and I'm now at Stanford Medical School, so I appreciate that. And I went on to Stanford Medical School and graduated the top 5% of my med school class. And walking across that Stanford Med School stage, guys, and, you know, I'm a, I come from a black family, and of all, like, and black families, you know, we roll deep at beginning already at baseline, right? We are excitable people. But my family is very tight-knit, and, and we roll deep, and so I had a bunch of people. They got there super early, of course, right? They were in the front row. <laughs> at my graduation and to look out and see like all my relatives out there proud of me, celebrating me as, as this student who was the first in our family to go to college, my first in the family to get into medical school, to become a doctor, to be that physician, the the amount of pride I felt in that moment, um, man, it, it really, it was something magical. And so what... <laughs> What I recognized in that moment, and it was like it was a really surreal moment. I actually did a whole live stream right after my graduation um, to record kind of how I felt, and it was amazing because it was truly, truly. I I realized I had transformed. I had completed my trans. I was now a butterfly from a from a lowly caterpillar. I was now a butterfly. I wasn't even a caterpillar. I was like a roly poly. I was I was I was a slug, right? But I became a butterfly, and looking off that stage, I recognized. That man, I transformed myself, and it was in that moment that I had been mentoring students for a long time. But it was in that moment that I created student transformation. These series of courses, these series of programs, to help other students go through the same transformation that I had. And I'm really excited, guys, because that was my transformation. And what was the central part of my transformation was my five pillars of studying less and getting a better grade system, which I've now created a course from to teach you guys my complete study system for making you independent. But this show is all about now you guys having transformation. And I'm on a mission to empower 1 million students. To, to, and when I say empower, I mean rec- make you guys recognize that you are unstoppable, that you can be great, but you've got to decide to put that work in and you've got to have the right tools. And I'm here to give you those tools, give you that motivation, give you that push to help you ascend to your greatness, to help you become that. And I'm just excited to help you guys transform um, and <laughs> uh, hopefully you guys are going to enjoy this show um, and we can we can build and we can grow and we can get to that one million students of empowerment where you guys are recognizing that you can be great. So I want to finish this first episode, right, by letting you guys know that I'm excited for this show. The show's going to be incredible. It's going to be amazing. Um, and there's going to be a lot of great stuff to come. But I want you guys all to know, if you never come back again, if you never listen to me again, if you, if, if nothing else, we never cross paths again, I want you to understand that you can be a great student, that anyone can be a great student, right? You included. I don't care what your past was. I don't care how much you failed. I don't care how stupid you feel. I don't care how people called you dumb and told you you were remedial. I don't care about your disabilities. I don't care. Those are all excuses. Those are all the reasons people give you for not being able to be great. We are saying no to that. We refuse 
to give in to the excuses. We refuse to succumb to any obstacle. We refuse to be thwarted by any adversity. We resolve, right? We tell ourselves we will not be held back. We will dominate, guys. And I want you guys to, wherever you are right now, hopefully you're not driving, but wherever you are right now, I want you to stand up or do whatever you can, get into a position of authorities, and I want you to crow with me. I teach my students to crow because we want the world to know. We want ourselves to know that there is no doubt in our minds. We will get there, so we crow. We say, domination! We let the world know we are here, we are not to be ignored, and we will get there. So it's my promise to you guys that I'm going to bring you guys amazing content to help you get better. With every single episode of this show, I want you to leave like, wow, I learned something new today. Wow, I feel better right now. I feel more positive. I feel more productive. I feel closer to my dreams. That's my objective. And so I thank you guys for tuning in, for joining me on this inaugural episode of the Student Transformation Show. Thank you so very much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. That's all I can say is I appreciate you. And this is what I love to do. This is my passion is to coach students, is to teach students. You can do this, guys. And if no one else believes in you, I believe in you. And let's start there. Let's get you believing. And then let's get everyone around you saying, man, you're amazing. Because what's funny (laughs) is that I mentioned how my counselor told me that I wasn't a great student. And what was interesting was that I started in that. In that moment, it all happened. I started thinking about all the other people in my life who told me that I was a jock or told me that I, I wasn't a good student. And what's amazing is, is so many people in my life, there were very few people who thought that I was a great student. But now that I've transformed and now that I've graduated Stanford Med School, now that I'm a practicing anesthesiologist, now that I'm a learning expert and I travel and I teach students how to learn, everyone's like, oh my gosh, you've always been so smart. You've always been so amazing. I always believed in you. I'm like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> so... We are going to prove everyone in your life wrong. We're going to pull all those people, all those doubters, all those haters. We're going to make them love you. We're going to make them believe in you. That's what this show is about, guys. It's about transforming you. So thank you guys so much for joining me. I encourage you. I'm going to put a discount link in the box below because this whole episode was about how I changed my mindset, my perspective, and then I recognized that I could be great by putting in work. And I want you guys to have that same mindset transformation. And so I want you guys to enroll in my course, The Successful Student 21-Day Mindset Makeover. There's a link below in the show notes that will get you 50% off of that course. So you can get this course 50% off in the link below. Get into that course, guys, and let me really go to work on changing your mindset and having you develop a healthy and productive mindset for your future. I thank you very much. No excuses, just dominate. I'll see you next time. That is it for this episode of the Student Transformation Show. Show your love by leaving a review. I'll be featuring my favorite review each week. If I read your review on the show, then you will win a free course. Be sure to visit studenttransformation.com to learn more about my empowering courses. While you're there, grab yourself a free ebook or check out one of my free webinars. I also have links to these webinars in the show notes below. School doesn't have to be hard. And no matter what you've done in the past, you can be a great student. Forget all the reasons you can't succeed and just do it. No excuses, just dominate.